0: hello everyone and welcome to another episode of our star wars special where we discuss extended universe and legends material you've got me star killer zinger
1: and i'm jade ellie
0: and we're joined by a special guest this is chet Baca. yes we have chet from down the hall joining up, from the down the hall podcast joining us to discuss some eu and legends material since i, I guess you want to just say eu from now on for this to make it simpler
1: since technically is both, for everybody. Since
0: technically both is true. Right. So I guess I should explain real quick what we're discussing in case anyone is out of the know. Um, after Disney took over, they made basically almost everything that wasn't the movies non-canon. Yep. Just basically wiped the <laughs> slate clean and yes. made everything from video games to TV shows to comics to books to action figures to, to everything in between. Was considered non-canon at that point.
1: Except for Clone Wars.
0: Except for the... Well, the... The, the anime, the um CG Clone Wars yes. was considered canon. And they've retroactively made certain things canon since then.
1: Right.
0: Maybe not in the um truest fashion, like Thawn, Grand Animal Thawn is now canon, but not in the sense of the books that take place after Return of the Jedi. So that's what we're discussing today, is our favorite stuff from outside the realm of canon
1: and there's a lot so we're not going to mention obviously everything
0: yes there is what what, 40 years worth of stuff i mean it's the 40th anniversary for new hope so i mean there's there's a ton of stuff that's technically no longer canon but once again star wars has a good habit of pulling stuff from canon into canon so this might not all be not canon anymore so chet Baca. Yes, sir. I'm I'm just doing that this once. Um since you're our guest
1: <laughs> yep.
0: I, I guess um what was your favorite stuff from the extended universe? Sure.
2: So my favorite stuff that I wish I think that my answer has to be uh what I wish would still be canon, right? Mm-hmm. Or would be some or, or, or just,
0: or just your favorite thing before it was blanked out of existence.
2: Yeah. Um so there was a book a book series that I read. And it was called the uh, the Jedi Apprentice series, mm-hmm. and it was about um, it was kind of like Obi Wan's origin story. Oh, nice! And so it dealt with like him as a you know growing up in the temple, and then being uh, chosen as uh, Qui Gon Jinn's padawan. But that but Qui Gon was reluctant because he had had you know he had had a padawan before who then. Had kind of turned uh, dark, and so uh, it's this ongoing series where they have all these different um, missions, but it's this uh, over overarching story throughout all of that uh, that has to do with um, Obi Wan, le- you know, leaving the the Jedi, and then also Qui Gon dealing with the fact that he had had now two apprentices leave, and one had turned dark, and so it's like this whole thing. Um, so it was really good. Um, I loved it as as a little kid. I loved it. Um, and I, I wish that it was still, or would be turned into something that would be considered canon.
0: Well, I mean, that's something they can definitely still pull from. Um, Obi-Wan's origins are still really, I guess, not fully explained yet. And as we discussed before, um, in our spoiler stuff, you know, they could pop, there may be an Obi-Wan movie on the way, could deal with his origins, could not. So, I mean, that's, that's, that's definitely some cool stuff. I think I read one of those books when I was younger. Cause when you were saying that, I'm like, why does it sound really familiar?
2: I think there might have been like eight or nine of them. Actually, it was it was a pretty oh, long wow. series.
0: Okay. Yeah, I was like, I'm I swear this is ringing a bell for some reason. This storyline, but um, but yeah, that's that's definitely a good one. I know that some other book series will come up later, so um, that's that's it's definitely very cool because I don't think anyone else mentioned Jedi Apprentice. So that's that's very cool. And are they all about Obi Wan or does it go to other Jedi's or introduced?
2: So. I think it's mostly about Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon so I think it's split between each of their perspective in each in each book. Mm-hmm. Um but then like when they're in the Jedi Temple of course there's different interactions with other characters we would have we would have known from there like you know Yoda and etc. Et
0: All right, cool, cool. Um Ellie. Yes. What um what what would you like to pull from the from the ether of the Force to to bring forth to us today?
1: Well, I mean Clearly, I have to bring in a amazing female B.A., mm-hmm. because, you know, we don't cuss on this uh, podcast. Mm. Um, and I always don't know how to say her properly. Is it Mara or Mara, Jade?
0: I've heard both.
2: I think I thought it, I thought it was Mara, but I don't. I don't I don't know that. I guess if it's no longer considered canon who's to say?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll go with Mara, but I I think uh her whole story is is pretty awesome. She's in a lot of different ones, but one book in particular is Heir to the Empire, uh and she was basically raised from birth to be Emperor Palpatine's hand, mm-hmm. uh like a special agent type thing for him. And one of his dying wishes is for her to kill Luke. You hmm. know, and that that's kind of how she she tracks him down and ends up not being able to kill him. If anybody knows anything about her, they end up getting married. And and I just, I don't know, I, I think her whole, she kind of goes from Dark Force user to end, eventually being a Jedi Master. I think her whole story is just really amazing and, and really cool. And I'd like to see more about her, but... It'd be kinda you know it would be kinda hard to bring her back in to the Yes. <laughs> to canon. Yes, it
0: definitely would be hard to bring her yeah, back in. So I, yeah. I
1: enjoy her a lot, but unfortunately my dreams of ever seeing her in canon would probably be pretty hard.
0: I remember um her being involved with like the Emperor like had clones made of himself or he somehow survived the explosion of the second Death Star. EU content gets really weird.
1: Yeah, it does.
0: So um so, yeah, so that's definitely a great character that I, I know a lot of people love. And I know when we've been to the Star Wars celebration and mm-hmm. seeing pictures, a lot of people, lot of people dress up yeah, as her still. Yeah,
1: a lot of play, people cosplays, cosplayed her, as her. So, yeah.
0: So that's definitely um, a good one. Um, one I'm going to mention, and um, I know that actually I'm going to play something real quick.
2: <laughs> hey, uh, this is Crossover University from dcrossoveru.com. Uh, it's Eric, Anthony, Al. Alright, uh, our favorite Star Wars Legends would be, for me, it was Knights of the Old Republic for Xbox and PC. Mine was Star Wars The Force Unleashed 1, not 2. 2 sucked. 2 was great Just point.
0: 1. Alright, and mine was the Old Republic TV show, the shorts that ran on Cartoon Network as the 2D animated uh, Star Wars. I think those were amazing. They Absolutely were really amazing. Counting, like, I could count each one as a short film.
2: There obviously. was no Ashoka. You mean Ahsoka? Ahsoka. I don't like her. You don't uh, like Ahsoka? No. Dude, she's cool as f- snips. She's got like one blade that's shorter than the other, and that bothers me. It's so she can I move don't quicker. Like that.
0: No, I don't like it. All right.
2: Uh, yeah, check us out. We're on all major platforms.
0: All right. So those were the guys from Crossover University, and they mentioned a few different things. Yeah. Chet, how how video game knowledgeable are you on on Star Wars?
2: Yeah, just kind of touch and go to be honest. Like I've played every probably every single Star Wars game um, because I am. I am obsessed as you guys are. Uh, of but, course. But I've never been a huge gamer. So for me I always love reading and mm-hmm. watching videos and just like a, a lot of the book series especially um honestly like I could talk for another 10 minutes about the the series I, I already told you about. So it's more about books for me I think.
0: All right, cool. Um we'll get to a few more books in a little bit, but as for this one, um they mention Old Republic. I oh, know um Ellie yes. is a huge fan of that <laughs> one. Um that of course, um, we've discussed this before, actually, me and Chet did on our spoiler episode a few ones back, that old, the Old Republic is not canon at the moment, and that's kind of weird considering it takes place thousands of years in the past. So why is it still considered not canon? Well, we might find out in a future movie. Anyways, if you want to hear more on that, go listen to that, but I, I, I really like those games. I know Ellie's played a lot more they their Bioware games, mm-hmm. so definitely had a great story to them, um, great characters. Uh, jedi and sith flying around the the galaxy and everything i well, know
1: yeah and this is a that game was set in a time where there were thousands of both sides yes there's tons of jedi tons of sith um it has a lot of your familiar planets mm-hmm. you know in in the game and and the fact that you can choose to go light or dark side yes. it's just really cool
0: um real quick though yeah. real quick um they mentioned another game yes the Force Unleashed. Oh, yeah. And that's why I wanted to play the crossover you stuff now, because Yay. I loved the Force Unleashed games. I love Galen Merrick, a.k.a. Starkiller. I, I enjoyed the storyline, even though it was kind of weird that he was the one building the rebellion mm-hmm. um, and everything. And he was overpowered to be able to pull a Star Destroyer out of the sky. And the yeah. second game got a little murky. I like the second game... For the double lightsabers. That's the only reason I liked it, Because you could wield two lightsabers at the same time.
1: I just love, remember, uh, like, I, you played those more than I did. Yes. I loved watching you. And some of the scenes with Darth Vader mm-hmm. were just so cool. Like, it and, was a neat way to see him.
0: And those were considered canon because he's the one that formed the... Um, I'm just going to go over the storyline real quick. Sorry to bore everybody. <laughs> but... He basically, Vader has him go out and gather all the rebels together. Like, all the people who are against the Emperor together. So that he can destroy them in one foul swoop. The, Vader can. or mm-hmm. And then, while that's happening, overthrow the Empire. It's it's some convoluted Star Wars story. Right. But, I, I, I really enjoyed it. And, then, like I said, I'm not going to talk about the second one that much. But, they also had an alternate history where... He became Vader, Starkiller did, and he had to go hunt down Obi-Wan, Luke, mm-hmm. and Princess, Le- or Jedi Leia. Because in um, the alternate reality that the game created, if you did one of the story modes, she became a Jedi. So that's interesting. They did mention the, the Star Wars, the Clone Wars, even though they said Old Republic. But interestingly enough, I know that we don't really do news in this.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: There is a possibility that there could be a car that that's the next cartoon iteration might be an old republic one.
3: That would be Can I ask awesome. a
2: question about that though? Is that um, do we know if that how similar that will be to the video game series? Because I almost, I almost wonder if if that gets announced, if that will be the peak ex- excitement for it. Because then, when it does indeed come out, will the people who have played the video games because that series the video game series is like. Still to this day, loved by so many people, yes. right? Like, oh, yeah. I wonder if, yeah. if they'll be mad if it's not exactly like it or anything close to it. You know what I
0: mean? Well, I think the whole reveal of what could be going on with the Jedi can really factor into that too. Oh, yes. video, but game but we're not allowed works. to talk about that because Ellie's yeah. here. Yes, we're, we're not.
1: Aww. <laughs> <laughs> so, um. Yes. I, well, I want to say something really okay, quick about the 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 video game and and um, yes, uh, video game fans are some of the most unforgiving people so yes if they're gonna do it i hope they do it right or <laughs> they're gonna be a lot of a uh, lot of crying going on
3: I, I think
0: they could do a good bit of homages to stuff too yeah like um i know there's a lot of characters and stuff that have been kind of put into canon sort of in the mm-hmm. tv shows so they could definitely, I mean, still re-implement them, but who knows? We'll, we'll we'll see what happens. I I just know that's a game that a lot of people are excited about. I just wanted an excuse to talk about uh, Force Unleashed real quick,
3: because
0: <laughs> I love that game. Like nothing, it's nothing like s- chopping up some um, stormtroopers and everything. <laughs> so so that's definitely very cool. I'm gonna play another podcast real quick because they actually had some similar stuff to crossover use. Let me play that audio real quick. Okay. Hello, Brett Stewart here from Statecraft and Geek Cinema Society over on Blazing Caribou Studios. My favorite part of the Star Wars Legends, previously known as the Expanded Universe, is the lore surrounding the Old Republic era. Those early Bioware games gave us such a wonderful opportunity to explore that era, and I love the idea of Sith and Jedi flying all around the place with their lightsabers galore. Even the MMORPG brought some special elements of that to the table later on, eh, even if they didn't all pan out. Again, my name is Brett Stewart. I'm on Statecraft and Geek Cinema Society over on Blazing Caribou. Catch you later. So, obviously, another fan of The Old Republic. He did right. mention the MMO game, which I know I played very shortly, but you got way more into that for a little bit than I did.
1: Yeah, but I haven't played it since they've done all the updates and everything. So,
0: so I'm just going to mention a few more games real quick, um, yeah. just, just to get them out of the way. Rogue Squadron, um, Shadows of the Empire. I know is a big one that a lot of people do love. Shadows of the Empire... Battlefront? Yeah, the first two would be considered non-canon now, I guess, even at the story. I played those Battlefront games
2: for, I think, for probably all of my 14 and 15-year-old years. I don't think I did anything else for two years (laughs) straight.
0: I was right there with you, probably. So, yeah, (laughs) I can definitely agree with that. Um, But the Shadows of the Empire game dealt with a whole event between... Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, kind of telling the story of a character known as Dash Rendar.
1: Yes, oh, I was going to talk about him, too. Oh, cool, because
0: yeah. his ship, the Outlander...
1: Yep, the Outland- Outrider. A- Outrider, sorry. <laughs>
0: Outrider actually appears in the special edition of A New Hope. Oh. You can see it flying out of Mos Eisley. Okay. Does that make his stuff canon or not? Oh, I'm going to go with no, because all no. you see is just the ship. and.
1: But I have a theory
0: oh 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 to hear this chet ellie has a theory uh maybe
1: maybe i'm coming to your guys side and be like yeah it's we're just discussing theories it's not it's not technically a spoiler so
0: real quick though the tie fighter games um the yeah. x-wing games there's all those that Wasn't are
1: there a jedi academy too
3: yes there's yeah. jedi
0: academy jedi outcast um yeah. there was the one that was like doom i think that was okay. jedi outcast i'm gonna be wrong on that and someone's gonna or dark forces okay Someone's gonna rail me for that one.
1: Yep, they're gonna get you.
0: Yep. Um. But yeah, <laughs> there's been plenty of games done in every different shade of the rainbow of fighting games to RPGs mm-hmm. to real time. I mean, to um, to first-person shooters. What's so.
1: that one you've been playing on Steam recently?
0: Um, Empire at War, which is a real-time okay. strategy where right. you deal with both the galactic or the rebel uh, rebels or the galactic navy, and then when you take over a planet, you take over the space. And then you have to go down and do ground battles as well. Okay, cool. So that one's one I've been playing a little bit recently. Yeah. Um, none of that's canon, because you can basically be the Empire and take over a ton of different <laughs> planets and stuff. But but yeah, so um, you have some stuff on Dash Rendar.
1: Well, who yeah. It was
0: basically Han Solo, when Han Solo was frozen in Carbonite.
1: Right. And and they were kind of um, fun little rivals mm-hmm. with each other. Um, and I'm sure a lot of people know who Lando Mm-hmm. Is and he he actually hired, um, he actually hired Dash, to track down Boba Fett, who had
0: Luke, I know, mean, Han fun.
1: in in Carbonite. Um, he ended up not finding him and and all that stuff, you know. But but anyway, I feel like if they do the Boba Fett movie, oh, you know that that would be a good way to bring him back into canon. Um, so that would be, that would be kind of cool to be able to bring him back in. Cause he is a really neat character. I think it's interesting and, and it would be kind of fun to, to see him on the big screen.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Um, since we're talking about Boba Fett, I've got a quick question for the rest of you guys. Do you think Boba Fett escaped from the Sarlacc pit?
1: <sighs> Pressure.
0: I do. Okay. Cause there is a canon, technically a canon answer. Yep. But we're gonna go with the non-canon. So you think he did? Yes. I think he did. Ellie, what are what are your thoughts? Because there ha- there is a lot of legends material of him escaping. So in your heart of hearts,
1: I th- I think so too. I- I'm gonna go with the with the group on this one.
0: So if yeah. I'm if I'm remembering correctly, the legends material deals with he kind of goes off and just causes a lot more trouble for Han and stuff throughout. After Return of the Jedi, if I'm correct, Chet, on that one. Yeah, I, yeah, exactly. Um, do you, you? Are you familiar with anything else from that? Because I'm just know that he created trouble for him. I'm not sure of what kind of trouble.
2: No, he just always shows up. That's what's fun about his character.
0: Uh, he just shows up and just is like, "Hey, I'm gonna collect your. Ba- I'm gonna collect the bounty on you." Like, I think out. there might
2: have been maybe one or two more specific storylines because I think there's there's a lot of material over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Especially in like comics too, which seem to always be growing. But no, I I think for the most part that's pretty much what it is. All
0: right, so I I I can't remember which one it is in, but the Empire's End series. There is a mention that on tattooing, someone's come someone came across a Mandalorian armor that looked heavily deteriorated from like acid. Right. But no that's body. That's what I was gonna say. Yep. But no body. So. That, the, the Empire... I mean, Empire's End is technically canon. Right. But they did not straight out say this was Boba Fett. It just said it was Mandalorian armor. So, Right, but
2: why would, why would that be written in if it wasn't... You know what I mean? Like, it's... So, I feel like to take the time to do it, it has to be about Boba Fett.
0: I, I, I agree with you 100%, but now, now, now we're going to go to further questions about Boba Fett. <laughs> do you think he's going to appear in a future movie? A future movie as in... S- seven, I mean, um, eight or nine.
1: So you're saying not his own movie, but well, in one of the...
0: Well, f- past the point where he supposedly, quote unquote, died.
1: Oh, okay. I gotcha. Hmm. I mean, I definitely I definitely think they're going to do the the solo movie thing. But you he... think
0: it would take place before the events
1: where it put him I, I in? I think so. I, I think they're going to focus more on... Yeah, the the past and that sort of thing. But I mean, it's possible.
2: I think we'll see him again, and I think I don't think we'll see him as late as seven, eight, nine, because that's what that's a lot of years after. Mm-hmm. But I think that there could be. I I feel like they're gonna be Netflix shows or material that comes out that would exist between six and seven. And I I would imagine he's gonna make an appearance in in something like that.
0: So I just, I mean, since if they're gonna do Netflix series, you know, they're doing all these comics. I just want to know how everyone's going to feel on the 80th anniversary of this when they <laughs> retcon all of this out oh, of geez. continuity.
1: Well, and, and I can definitely see Netflix because Netflix has that big deal with Disney. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I can definitely see. If, if they're going to sh- have a show on anything, it definitely would be Netflix.
0: So that would definitely be cool. Um. So, yeah, so I, I, I mean... I, I, I like Boba Fett. I've said my piece about what I want to see the movie be like. So I, I would want it to take place before he quote-unquote died. But I would like to see something about him returning. Since it was heavily hinted at. And that not and like I said, in my heart of hearts, I think he broke out of there.
2: <laughs> um, yeah, and for the the Shadows of the Empire game, that was a game that I loved. I thought it was really, really fun. I think what I loved about it was you had this character who... You know, we're talking about expanded universe or legends. It's a character who I guess, you know, is kind of on the borderline of whether or not we think, as we already talked about, but uh, you're seeing canon events through this character's eyes. Like I remember one specific scene where like the Millennium Falcon is taking off and he's running up behind it and like getting in his own ship. I I just, I loved how it was showing um, scenes from the movies, but from a character who we didn't see in the movie.
0: Yeah, that and that was at the Battle of Hoth that that happened.
2: Right, exactly.
0: Yep. Yeah. So so definitely, Shadows of the... I remember they had like toys, they had comics, they had everything for that.
2: I didn't even realize it got that huge.
0: It, it's one of those things that I know a lot of people... Like Maybe it was just when I was getting into Star Wars, it was like bigger into Star Wars. It was the thing that was going on at the time, so maybe that's why I heard more about it. But I, I remember that was one of the first games I played. The first one I played, I think, was Rogue Squadron.
3: Okay. The first
0: it. one for the sixty four, and I loved that game. I mean, yep. That game was a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, like we, we've said, there's there's tons of Star Wars games, and mm-hmm. and and then they got the new one coming out. They got Battlefront um, two, which possibly bridging <sighs> the hope gap.
1: It looks good. I hope. I hope yep. they fix all the stuff from the. Most well, well, one. the
0: storyline it actually has a storyline to it, so I'm yeah. I'm excited about that. Um,
1: yeah, because that's one thing that bugged me the most is there was no like single player campaign.
0: There was stuff in the battles that kind of right, told the story, but not, but not yeah. like a. Here's the story right here. Here's this. Here's that. Um, so let's real quick. We got one more little entry before we get into some of our Twitter entries from another podcast. Real quick.
3: Hi, this is David with Tales from the Fandom Podcast, and I wanted to talk to you about a book series that I love from Star Wars uh, Legends, now that it's not Expanded Universe anymore. That is the book series that actually started in comic book form, which was uh, Rogue Squadron, and it's called the X-Wing series. Uh, The initial four books were written by a fantastic author, Michael Stackpole, and then a few of the other follow-up books were written by Aaron Alston. The first four is all about Rogue Squadron, which is a group of pilots, and they're pretty much the elite uh, elite force started by Luke Skywalker and Wedge Antilles, who, if you might recall, was one of the only people to survive the first uh, battle against the Death Star and then was participating in the second one. And this book series follows uh, this elite group of pilots, uh, mostly X-Wing pilots, Uh, they are instrumental on taking the planet of Coruscant and opening opening it up for the rebellion to take control of it uh, they do a lot of character development with a lot of x-wing starfighter pilots and it is really a great series to check out it's very self-contained you really only need to read the first four books or you could even include the second uh, three books that are written by Aaron Alston. And they are wonderful books uh, to dive into. All
0: right. So that was David from Tales from the Fandom. And he talked about the X-Wing series, which I I, I might try to read now because apparently there, it's, according to him, it's very good. I know he's brought up a few other times that we've discussed stuff with him.
3: Mm-hmm. But
0: this also leads into one of our Twitter followers post. This is from Unbeliever Russ. And he gave us Hojas quest. I think I pronounced that right.
1: Equesh? Ekwes. I don't know. We're we're guessing here.
0: Sounded good. But <laughs> this guy Okay, I I I if you've seen Bojack Horseman, imagine Bojack Horseman in a X-Wing pilot outfit.
1: Sounds pretty killer.
0: But, I know that I can. <laughs> okay, not drinking. Imagine him in an X-Wing oh, outfit. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. But here's the thing. The funny thing is there's a few other depictions of him and he does not look like the he doesn't have the longer horse face in the other pictures. I'm utilizing this one because this is how I was introduced to it. Oh yeah. He was apparently a pretty um he was involved in the X Wing book, so so David, if you're listening, definitely give us some feedback if this is a character that that, that you remember from the series.
1: <laughs> horse face. Appar- yeah,
0: ho <laughs> Hohas a quest.
1: Oh just stop saying it.
0: I'm I'm going to stop okay. saying it. Mm. Alright, so um <laughs> No, I'm I'm serious though. It just looks like I I'll tell you what I, I can't will get tweet that out of my head. I I will tweet this out yes, when the episode do. comes out. I'll make sure it's in our little collage thing.
1: <laughs> well, I I've got something I kind of wanted to mention really quick. All right, cool. Um, being that you and I both are huge comic book fans, we can't not mention you know a little bit of comic book love in this the, series. The
0: dark horse stuff.
1: Yeah. Well, what? I was going to talk about Star Wars Dark Empire. Oh. Um. So. I know before people start start throwing stuff at me, because uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about a very beloved Jedi, and we don't want to tarnish him. But Uh-oh. basically, <laughs> I just think it's a neat. It's um if you're a comic book fan, I don't know if you're familiar with those the series where it's um the What If series.
0: Oh, from Marvel. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um DC has their it's it's elseworld for DC.
1: Okay. Well, it's it's kind of similar to that, mm-hmm. but this is if if Luke went to the dark side basically.
0: I thought that like actually happened in continuity.
1: Uh, this they said that this particular one was not it was not considered canon, oh. but it did cause a lot of uh, a lot of fans who aren't happy with it cuz they don't want to imagine their beloved Luke going bad cuz he's well, always that you know, pillar of well, hope. I
0: don't know. I mean, Chet, you've mentioned this before that that, that Luke's not always the most um, paragon when it comes to the Jedi abilities,
2: right? Like uh, <clears throat> Episode six, when he force chokes the uh, the guards in the Jabba's palace. That's <laughs> a very dark side move.
0: Attempts to uh, use the Jedi mind trick.
2: Yeah, and even saying a line like "Don't underestimate my my power" is a pretty. I mean, Anakin said that, you know.
0: I, I, exactly, and like I said, it's not that far-fetched if you think about it, but I know a lot of people are like, oh no, he wouldn't do that. Right. But he was also wearing dark clothes, so maybe. Uh, oh, maybe.
1: oh, So it's a really interesting read, so I definitely, I definitely like that one.
0: Awesome. Um,
1: There was, um, and I'll say one more really quick, so somebody else can go off for a little bit and talk about their their stuff. Um, I am by no means saying that this one is a favorite of mine. I just have to mention it because I think it's awfully hilarious. This was done by Marvel as well. Um, It was Star Wars: The Third Law. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know if you ever heard of this one. Um, Probably not, because I doubt if a lot of people actually read it. Uh, but it, it's basically on the cover. It's Leia and Vader. Um,
0: oh, you know wait, I think I know about this. Um, this is the one where, like, Yoda actually comes with them to fight the Empire, doesn't he?
1: Aw, you're cute. You actually made it sound like it's a funny, <laughs> good story.
0: But he crashes the Death Star into Coruscant.
1: <laughs> this is about um, Leia needing to get a loan to buy some X-Wings. So they go to a banking planet to um, to get a loan, and uh, apparently this planet has a law for no weapons. And Darth Vader is actually after her crown jewels, <laughs> and she tricks him into getting mad and killing this like uh, banker something or other. I can't remember exactly, but. He ends up killing this. It's like an imposter of like that guy had already died, but he ends up killing them, and so the whole planet like turns against Vader because he used a weapon and to be able to win their hearts, so she could get approved for this loan. So it's it's really quite ridiculous. But Star Wars: The Third Law, Vader versus Leia. Huh. (laughs) I know.
0: I've never heard of that. (laughs) Okay, the thing I was talking about was there was like a like a different perspective or something comic okay. series where like it's certain events don't transpire the same right. way. And in one of them, like Leia is Leia, they, they never blow up the Death Star for some reason. and um, basically, they somehow still meet Yoda. Han and Luke still meet Yoda and Yoda goes with them. I really should look up what this is.
1: Well, see, that sounds so much better.
0: But, but Yoda goes with them, fights the—I mean, goes takes over the Death Star, like gets to the controls and pilots the ship into Coruscant, like crashes it into Coruscant to try to take out the Emperor. I'm really cliff noting this, but yeah, if you want to look it up, just, just look up um, different continuities of Star Wars. I'm sure you'll find it. It is interesting to say the least, but um. I know that there is one more thing by Russ, and there is something that, oh, the th- Ellie's showing me a picture of it, <laughs> of, of the third law.
1: It's pretty intense.
0: <laughs> it's got, like, Vader on the cover, like, blocking a laser with his hand.
1: Yes. It's, yeah, it's pretty, pretty exciting. You have to check it out. Sorry. weird. I'll stop. I'll stop.
0: Thank you. Okay. Um. Okay. <laughs> So the last thing from um, Russ that Russ gave us in his whole lead up to Star Wars, which I've been trying to repost a lot of stuff he did. Um, there was a there was a lot of great stupid meme stuff he sent me, which I, I, I thoroughly loved. Um, there there was one for C three PO and it's got him over like I think it's Marks or something that, that said, Oh, I guess you recognize my red army instead of his red arm. Oh. <laughs> so It'll
1: so happen. that one
0: was funny. There's um there's one from like um the whole speech by Anakin to where it's replaced with like he's talking about cooking something instead. Instead of I instead of him saying I, I hate them, it's I ate them. <laughs> so it's it's just really stupid, you know, stuff like that. But I just wanted to give Russ another shout out because he introduced us to a very interesting droid <gasps> that is Oh yes. That is in the Star Wars thing, but you might not realize that he had an entire legends canon behind him. Skippy. So Chet, since you're our guest, I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna throw this one your way. Do you remember the droid that was originally p- purchased by Uncle Owen? I do. And, and what he, like,
2: short-circuited him? Like he short-circuited.
0: Yes, but did you know that he did that because he was actually a Jedi? I always wondered.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what? I I don't think I ever would have come to that conclusion. But I I always yes. wondered. What actually happened there? I thought it might have been R2's doing. I don't know.
0: Well, apparently there's an entire Legends backstory on this droid, also known as Skippy the Jedi Droid. It's so and, awesome. And apparently he could sense that um and by the way, this this droid sacrificed himself to save the entire universe or galaxy because
1: such a martyr
0: because he realized that r2 had the plans through the force you we noticed that and also foresaw luke taking down the empire and everything and foresaw everything that was about to happen
1: i don't know how skippy doesn't have his own solo movie
0: or a statue in everyone's house in his honor
1: it's amazing
0: at least a statue (laughs) at least. (laughs) but he short-circuited himself to save all the people in star wars from the empire
2: actually a beautiful story
0: <laughs> it, it is I've, I've i'm actually tearing up right now it's it's so beautiful
1: what day is skippy day
0: <laughs>
2: oh i think we can decide that right now
0: right <laughs> sure why not #SkippyDay skippy day hashtag may the 6th because yeah. oh. because thanks to him we're allowed to celebrate may the 4th and that's right and may the f- sith be with the or fifth right. I, I can never pronounce that one correctly
1: that's okay
0: but um so officially we are announcing that may 6th is skippy the jedi droid day yep forever may he stay in the legends continuity (laughs) (laughs) so this 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 last thing we're going to discuss is something that has been mentioned earlier by the other podcast and something that all three of us loved i i think i i i definitely loved it i mean
1: you definitely more than everybody else probably
0: probably combined um the Clone Wars series that was done in the um, after episode two
1: mm-hmm.
0: and prior to episode three and actually bridged the two movies.
1: And actually made Mace Windu, Windu look awesome.
0: Well, more awesome. Let's, let's make that clear.
1: Uh, or awesome. Okay, I'm just saying he was yeah. pretty awesome in the movies. He's all right
0: okay okay <laughs> um so we we all watched this i watched it as yes. a kid and i loved it and i loved it and i've told this story before so i'm not going to tell it again but it it was not made continuity and it basically takes place in the first part of the war and the last part of the war and actually the show ends leading into revenge of the sith to where they're they're, they're about to do the hyperspace jump um mm-hmm. anakin and obi-wan to um, Coruscant to get involved in the battle, so I, I mean I, I I love this series. This the first volume had very little dialogue in it.
1: Oh yeah, definitely.
0: Um, so what what, what did you guys think of the fir- first volume of it?
1: You Chat? can yeah, you can take it first. <laughs> sure.
0: Okay. Um, I I thought it was uh
2: like the most action packed cartoon that's ever existed. <laughs> yes,
1: <laughs> it is intense.
2: Yeah, I mean I, I don't know. I'm not sure what reasons they, they had for not wanting to include it when they did include the other um shows later, but um I mean I definitely don't think I cared for it as much as you you do. Um oh. but <laughs> it does but that's not to say that don't get me wrong, that's not to say I didn't I didn't like it. I just I think I, I I never I guess someday we might find out exactly why or when they, they drew lines to determine what was or wasn't worth it. Um keeping that is. But, uh, anyway, I guess it's neither here nor there. But, yeah, ultimately, it was it was a really good show, first time especially. All
0: right, well, I'll, I'll tell the story real quick then. This was at, at Star Wars Celebration 5 in Orlando. Me and Elliot attended the panel where they were discussing the cl- current running Clone War series, which was the more current one that Rebels took over. Yes. At the panel, there was a huge line, so I did not get to ask a burning question I had, which that question was, is the older series canon or not mm-hmm. someone else did ask it though so i was very really happy And as i sat there that someone walked up to the stage someone who was not part of the panel walked up to the stage the the main guy leaned back had something whispered into his ear and then leaned forward and went that is no longer canon <laughs> oh, no. so this was made uncannon before disney even purchased it so i guess the reason is is because they had I, I guess they might have had the ending already figured out, possibly, because I know that the Ahsoka novel kind of takes place mm-hmm. um, during the during Order Sixty Six and everything. And there's some stuff that might have interfered with it. Now that I, now that we know that now, but then everyone was upset and everyone was right. like, "Why?" But I I love this series. It was over the top by all means. It did introduce us to Grievous, and I guess this is where. <laughs>
1: I couldn't resist. I'm sorry. Go
0: ahead. He didn't have the cough in this series though. <laughs> I know.
1: It's just fun to do it.
0: Um he he was introduced and I thought they did a much better job with him in this than they did in a lot of other material because he seemed like he seemed like someone who was formidable to the Jedi. And in other stuff he was more crafty and, you know, he was weaker than a lot of Jedi, so he kind of had to, you know.
2: Yeah, that's a good point.
0: He he's he's more a formidable thing. Like he was able to take on several Jedi all at once including Ki-Adi Mundi who is a Jedi Master was able to take him on and that was sort of he was introduced then and they didn't have him have the arms break apart
3: Mm -hmm.
1: to
0: have the forearms he only had the two but he was able to wield lightsabers with his feet nice in the series also I love the clone the clone troopers in this they didn't really have many lines but they were really cool Um, another thing I love from this I'm sorry this is just gonna be me apparently just talking about how much I love this oh I know what you're gonna bring up
1: (laughs) the big guy
0: no 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 no, i'll I'll get to the bounty hunter in a second sorry okay so obi-wan kenobi's outfit there's a scene where there's like a ton of speeder bikes Mm -hmm. and he actually has a stormtrooper armor but his robes are over it that is hands down one of my favorite outfits for some reason i don't know why i just really enjoyed the whole he's in his jedi robes but he's got the armor on under his robes and there was a
1: fashion on star wars
0: Apparently, but he he gets in a fight with a bounty hunter named Dirge yes, who is he actually was a big player in the comic series too I and like um yep. and was actually killed by Anakin in the comics by the only way they killed him was they tossed him into the he basically shot him out of a skate pod, used the force to push him into the sun <laughs> so that's the only way to take him out, but he fought obi-wan and obi-wan stabs him through the chest. And he just laughs at him. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. That, that I thought that that was awesome. Um, And then in the part or volume two, which took place, like I said, the last six months of the war, that one was very well done. It showed the companionship between Anakin and Obi-Wan, I thought was done really well. It kind of mm-hmm. filled in some of the blanks there, inclo- including showing C-3PO in his gold armor for the first, I mean, gold Um suit for the first time so that was introduced there grievous was also introduced to showing him having four arms and fun fact Jedi master shakti was supposed to die in the original cut uh in the original script for revenge of the sith they actually filmed it it's a deleted scene Hmm. grievous kills her um like they they get on the ship and grievous kills her before they meet up with dooku interesting fact that scene was taken out because of the way that the show ended where she was actually left on Coruscant. So that's a fun thing there that affected the movies. But another thing that's interesting is that the whole coughing thing that you talk about and make him fun of, that was actually caused by Mace Windu. He used Force Crush, which by the way is a dark side move, to crush the chest of Grievous and that's what gave him the coughing problems.
3: That's,
0: so... yeah. So that's so that's very cool and everything. Um
1: I mean the only thing I don't like about that series I don't like the way they draw Anakin. Eh. I don't know why. I like I like everybody else. I, I think it's neat, it's a different style and everything, but I don't know there's something about Anakin I just I don't care for. I think Clone the other Clone Wars series does it better.
0: Well, like I said, I, I really enjoyed this series. It was over the top, yes. I mean, there's an entire fight scene where um, Mace Windu doesn't even have a lightsaber and is taking out <laughs> droids with his bare hands.
1: Yes,
0: like just basically is able to punch them and use the force to basically rip them apart. So that's definitely that's awesome. awesome.
1: Isn't
2: there a fight scene underwater too at one point.
3: Yes, yes,
0: yes there is with Kid Fisto Yay, and that Kit. that actually had a really interesting thing in the Clone Wars series. Well, I'm getting really nerdy with this. Um, in the Clone Do it, Baby. In the Clone Wars series that is current, that was the one that is canon, there was scenes where they were underwater and they used their lightsabers, mm-hmm. but they did not have any bubbles around them because that would be what would happen if a lightsaber was ign- ignited underwater. It would, of course, boil the water around it. Right. In the one with Kid though, he uses it and it shows the boiling effect around it. And he also like is able to make force bubbles underwater and throw them, so that was really cool. Um, they had a starship. Ba- they they had a battle. I think at one point where like there was a Republic ship that had been taken out, and one of the Jedi Masters basically takes a ton of troopers and jumps from one ship to another, like these huge capital ships. He basically jumps on that one and takes it over. I, like I said, it's, it's over the top. There's there's a point where Yoda's basically using the Force to throw around giant um, landing ships and everything. So that's that's really cool. Um, there's homages to um, Akira in there. So so there's there's a lot of really cool stuff in that series. If you haven't seen it, I'm sure you can find it on YouTube. I I, I
2: found the whole series in in one YouTube video. It's like yes, hours long YouTube video.
0: <laughs> it, it's it's great. Like, like I said, it's something I, I love, and it's really great. If you're a fan of Samurai Jack, Dexter's Laboratory, right. I would definitely check it out. It's done by the same people. It it's it's really. I think it's really great storytelling in the fact of there's certain points in it where there's not a lot being said too. It does a lot with the um, with the no there, there's no conversation, but you you know what's going on the entire yeah, time through, that's, through the action. Neat.
1: Yeah,
0: that is neat. And everything. Plus, it's the stormtroopers doing it, so I think that that's very really cool too because a lot of them probably wouldn't communicate through their communicators if they're on a mission or something. Mm-hmm. So I'm I've I've gotten sidetracked. So. So, definitely um, check that out. Um, let us know what some of your favorite stuff from Legends or the EU is. You can definitely tweet at us and everything. Um, but, yeah, so, um, so yes, this was definitely a lot of fun to kind of discuss stuff that isn't canon anymore, and there's tons more stuff. Um, yes. The Lego games are sort of canon, I've heard, in certain parts.
1: Are they- the,
2: uh, the You said the Lego games, like the new ones that are coming out, or the is there something older that?
0: Uh, no. There's um, there's apparently like some little like Lego direct to like, YouTube or one of the like channels where it's got something um, it's got Maz and Lando, and there's also another one that tells the story. It, I mean, they're 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 kid friendly with Lego versions, but it tells the story of how C three PO got his red arm, which is actually accurate oh, right, to the right, comics. Right. So that's interesting that they're using the Lego universe to sort of. Have stuff, even though it's the Lego universe, it's kind of the Lego version of the story being told. Because as of right now, in the movies, they haven't explained why he has the red arm, but in the right. comics, it has been explained.
2: All we need is one or two things to be confirmed from that, for then now everyone's going to be like going through those scene by scene, trying to get hints about what might, might
0: <laughs> be telling us. Yeah, what, what the Lego games might be telling us? Yeah, exactly, yeah. Well, well the, when the scene coming up, and, I mean... um. In the scene coming up, Ray's going to build the ship they're going to get off this planet with by using the force with all these bricks sitting over here. I saw it in a Lego game. My my jokes are terrible.
2: I I insert
1: I, cricket noises
0: I, I didn't know I wasn't sure
2: where the, I thought you were still gonna ha- add more to it. No, that's
1: about it. welcome to my world. You can't world. you can't
2: say my jokes are terrible. You have to wait because sometimes punchlines settle in after like a half second. <laughs> <laughs> so, but if yeah. Susie say like my jokes are terrible, then you took now I
0: have to comment on that. And
2: say, I'm trying to.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh great! <laughs> so so I,
0: I have Rodney in the background now.
2: <laughs> yeah, Rodney. Rodney's in the background. Rodney, um, saying, especially with Chet, is all he can contribute to this story. So. Yeah, that's it. That's all I, if it's making fun of Chet's ability to understand jokes, I'll jump right in with you. It's not <laughs> you, it's him. Yeah.
0: Alright, so after being made fun of by everyone, including, <laughs> including Rodney, who is just apparently floating around in the background. Just waiting for his chance to see the world burn. <laughs> Yes, um, I think we're going to wrap this episode of our Star Wars special up. Um, thank you. I, I would like to say a big thanks to all the podcast and um, Twitter followers that have contributed to this. Um, a big thanks to um, Chet Baca yes for joining us um i i know it was very great to have you on again you have joined us in the past for the um star wars theories discussion so
3: yes
0: i'm sure when the next trailer comes out we might have mm-hmm. another discussion
1: a trailer breakdown
0: why not and and maybe adapt mm-hmm. our theories then so so it was definitely great to have you um i'll give you a moment to sort of plug what 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 you do you and rodney aside from make fun of me for making terrible jokes
2: Yeah, thanks, man. Um, So our show is called Down the Hall Podcast. Um, You guys have been seriously great. Uh, You guys contribute to all of our topic discussions and conversations we have each week. Uh, We try to shout you guys out as much as possible. Basically, what we do is every Monday we have a new episode that comes out, and we our biggest thing is trying to help people take back movie night because people spend an average of 115 hours every year just wasting time looking for a movie to watch. So Rodney and I do a lot of that for you, and we find one strong recommendation a week of the many, many movies we watch. We try to pick one a week that, that we feel is worth everyone's time. So we do fast-paced episodes, try to keep them fun, lighthearted, and uh, like I said, you guys have been really, really great helping us get that going, so appreciate it.
0: Awesome. Um, Ellie, what would you do with 100 and, 100, 115 hours? Thank you. <laughs>
1: Can I do anything with 150 well, hours? It,
0: well, you would be able to yeah, get it back because they're, 115 hours they're giving you what to watch okay, on Netflix.
1: Okay. Um, I would do more cons. Comic
0: book conventions? Yes, I mean, conventions?
1: Yes. Definitely. That's what I would do.
0: Awesome. Awesome.
1: Yes. How about you? Well
0: if, well, if I had 115 hours, it's I probably spent... It's
1: 115.
0: Yeah, it is. 115 hours. Oh,
1: I thought it was 50 something. No, one
0: hundred and fifteen hours. hours. Darn
1: it. Okay. Yep. I'm sorry.
0: One one five.
1: I'm I'm sleepy.
0: Alright. Um I would take that time and watch more Star Wars.
1: Oh. Of course you why would. not? <laughs> right.
0: Alright, well once again it was great to have you. Um just as a quick reminder before we wrap up today, next month's episode is Rogue One. Yeah. So we will be discussing Rogue One in all of its its um Opinionated Glory, because I'm sure that that one won't have any opinions in it. Oh, no, it's going to be Force Awakens that you're going to be. I
1: was going to say, wrong movie.
0: Force Awakens (laughs) is the one you'll be opinionated about. Yes. So if you want to tweet at us your favorite stuff from the EU or Legends, you can always do that at.
1: Zing this.
0: And if you want to listen to all of our episodes, you can always go to SoundCloud, iTunes, or Stitcher or Google Play. Zing this. And leave us a five star review on iTunes. You can find us on Facebook.
1: Zing this.
0: You can also find us on Instagram at Zing This Podcast. Yes. You can find us playing games on Twitch. You can contribute on Patreon. You can find us.
1: Have you have played recently?
0: Yes, I did play on Twitch. Um, You can also find us on YouTube. You can find uh, and if you want to email us directly.
1: Zing this at gmail.com.
0: And once again, we'd like to say a big thank you to down the hall and Chet, and apparently yeah, Rodney in the background. You,
1: thank
2: you. He's, here. He's here. here. Thank you. He's making
0: appearances. <laughs> <laughs> we'd like to thank you guys for being on our Star Wars special, and we will see you guys in a galaxy far, far away. Thanks, man. Appreciate it.